Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Savanya Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. The Coterie thoroughly searched B-positive therapy. Along with 12 beds in the basement, Doris found a fridge full of blood, Evangeline stumbled upon a safe with tens of thousands in cash, and Val found a nearby camera that recorded something being loaded into a van from the night church during Rosemary's interrogation. Everett and the team considered many theories, but which one will lead them to the truth? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. You have all decided loosely that there perhaps should be, and I quote, a charter of mortal rights for New Haven. (laughs) But Everett has suggested perhaps that's not a today problem. Today may be a blood shortage day. I'm not going to decide for you either way. I'm just doing that little recap. Uh, You have not decided what your plans are for the day. You have Rosemary Bellevue in custody in the interrogation room. You have William Walker in one of the cells. You also have the B-positive therapy, though that's realistically pretty tapped out. You've got the reports from the day side. They don't really seem to have anything new for you forensically. Uh, And you know that the van from the night church was involved in removing whatever people were in the basement. What is your course of action for this morning slash night because you're vampires and night is your morning? (laughs) Well, everyone, I... I think tonight's the night we investigate the church. I think we should arm ourselves with as much information, data as possible. We've got two folk here in the station who are directly involved with this crime that we could interrogate further, certainly Miss Bellevue. I think we should start there. I think we should arm ourselves with as much information about the church and their involvement as possible. Uh, hopefully Miss Bellevue's a little more forthcoming with with us tonight. If not, we do have options available to us. She's tasted a little bit of that now. And uh, after we arm ourselves with information, I think we go out and we investigate the church. Officer Clark, I'd, I'd like you to take the lead on that. You've got a, a a rapport, shall we say. Yeah. Are you up for that? You had a pretty strong reaction when you learned it yesterday. And I understand that, you know, you have some... Uh, uh, loosely personal ties to this church. What do you say? Yeah. Yeah, it all sucks. So let's just do it. Now, I, I, you know, I need your head in this game 100%. You, you made some real good finds yesterday. I don't want you to forget that. You found that yeah. vault. You spotted the logo on the van. You and Miller found that secret basement. This is all, that's all gold. That's the only reason we came up as far along as we did in this investigation. And I need that kind of, I need that Officer Clark on duty again today. And look, maybe, you know, maybe I can talk to Sister Kurt as, you know, as more as like person to person rather than like officer to citizen. And see you if wanna, she might, you know. You want to talk to her there instead of bringing her here? Yeah. 
look, if she is a woman of faith, like, it might be better to talk to her in the church anyways. All right, we'll have to see. feel more guilt about lying to us. We'll have to see what the situation's like when we arrive there, but depending on what Miss Bellevue has to say, depending on the state of the church when we get there, there's only four of us. If it's not safe for us to conduct an investigation there, we're going to have to bring people back to the station. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Let's start chatting with uh, the suspects. Which suspect would you like to speak with first, or how are you thinking of setting this up? I think, personally, and uh, you know, this is up for everyone to jump in on, but I think Rosemary Bellevue is the most untapped well of information we have. We only just got her to admit her involvement before leaving, um, and even that was, uh, she put up a good struggle, she put up a good fight. So I think there's the most potential for new info from her. Um, Will, again, from my perspective, is that he's he's on the fringe of this transaction. He's the blood source. He gets money. I think that's the end of his involvement. But we could ask him about observations of has he seen the van around before and stuff like that. But ultimately, I think Rosemary's got the most info. I think if we start with her, any new info she gives us, we might be able to bounce off of him for little extra bits. But I think she's the, the primary one. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. All right, everyone's nodding. So (laughs) yeah, yeah, yes, (laughs) nodding in the audio medium. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) All right, she's already in the interrogation room. uh, So right, you can go in there anytime. Yeah. All right. (laughs) I'll bring her a a nice tea from (laughs) Barney's office. She's been in there all day. I mean, she (laughs) has she been able to pee yet? Are we all going in? Uh, Everett's yeah, leading the way. So. He hasn't yeah. said you can't. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, I'll go and I'll hold the door all open right. for everyone to come in. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> when you get in, she's a little more disheveled. She clearly hasn't slept very much. She's in the same clothes as the day before. Yeah. Uh, you Because you aren't seeing a pee corner, you assume Barty, like, let her out to go to the bathroom. That feels like the kind of thing he would do. Probably awkwardly yep. at gunpoint, but he'd do it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Barty. <laughs> yeah. Both hands on the gun, just sweating. <laughs> right, you do your business. Anyway. Um, oh, God. He's not letting Troy near it. That would be terrible. <laughs> but uh, she is seated. I'll pop the tab on the, the iced tea and, and pour it into a coffee mug and set it on the table in front of her. Uh, good evening, Miss Bellevue. Kay. How are you? Now you forced your way into my mind. I'm unimpressed. Fair. All right. Uh, in forcing our way into your mind, we did get you to speak the truth somewhat to your involvement. You did admit to being involved. Uh, the way my colleague's compulsion works is she asks you to do something and you do it. And she asked you to speak the truth and then asked you a question. So we didn't force you to say something that's not true. I want you to just understand uh, where you stand with uh in the eyes of the law. We got a truthful confession out of you. Now, we'd like to get a little more out of you. We went to investigate your office. We found the vault. We found the basement with the beds. We have some more questions for you. And depending on your cooperation, that's going to shape your fate here in New Haven. You might be excited to know we're working on a charter of mortal rights. 
Well, I hope mind assault is included on it as something that's not legal. But until that time, I don't know what you're talking about. No comment. All right. Well, the Charter of Rights hasn't been written yet, so everything is on the table, including murder and torture. Go ahead and kill me. Oh, he didn't. No, we're not going to kill you, Miss Bellevue. I think that we're both reasonably accustomed to digging around in people's minds. Some perhaps more consensually than others, but we all knew what we were signing up for when we joined this community. Are you bothered by things that are non-consensual or is this just fine for you? Oh, well, I am a consensualist in terms of blood. But I find it gets in the way of other things. No comment. Good luck. Thank you. We're doing very well so far. And please believe us that we're going to get answers either way. So right now, you're doing no one a service, including yourself. No comment. Have a nice Officer time. Officer Barbara, do what you need to do. We're here to support you and give you what you need uh, to get this Rosemary, stuff. Rosemary, why aren't you telling the truth? Like, I, I mean, obviously we know you're involved now. Like, what, what else is going on? Can you roll me a persuasion and then probably charisma? This doesn't feel like it's manipulation yet. This just feels like yeah. it's a question. That is one, two... Three, four successes. You said that there wasn't going to be torture, and then you forced your way into my mind and took things out of it, and you're going to do it again. And you're wondering why I don't talk to you. Well, I mean, we're going to do it again because you're not telling us what you know. You realize this is torture, right? You, you realize, realize the up... fate of an entire city hangs in the balance, right? You, you realize you've, like, broken the law in a pretty serious way that's impacting a lot of people, namely everyone in this fucking town. If the experiment You're of New Haven fails, New Haven everybody dies. you by what you've been doing. I'm doing what I have to do. And I'm not going to give you information about that. And you're going to try to take it. And we both definitely feel like we're in the right. So. Okay. So what do you feel like you have to do? Why do you have to do it? Because there's no charter of rights and freedoms for anybody in this town. The Camarilla kills its problems. Yeah. Well, we're nicer than a lot of the Camarilla. You fucking scared of someone scarier than us? So, what's ha- what's happening? Are you trying to fight the Camarilla? Is that what's happening? I'm doing what I gotta do. Alright. Let's do what we have to do. Barbara. Yeah. Um... I mean, she's, yeah, she's going to, she's going to compel her, attempt to compel her. Great. Uh, Evangeline would like to have an aside just so they can 
We can decide what questions to ask. Oh, okay. Mm, right. Yeah, I have a list, but but yes, I think it's probably best if we all decide yeah. what information we're trying to get specifically. Uh, question. Do you think that she's like part of a group trying to create like an army to fight the Camarilla? This is an aside, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think if you're trying to create an army, you need more than 11 people. <laughs> yeah, but 11 people at a time or 12 people at a time. And then they're just hiding out? I don't know. Maybe. I just don't understand why you'd come to this specific town for this specific experiment instead of just fighting them outside. I mean, maybe this was a safe place for people who didn't like how things operated in the Camarilla to, like, come together. Hmm. Some sort of anti-kindred freedom fighter. Yeah. Well, this is the only place that mortals know about vampires and live. So it's probably the only place to get humans to comply with giving up blood and mass. So you'd like to ask me if she's trying to undermine the Camarilla? Or destroy like get, them? I'd like to get as much information truthfully out of her as possible. Can you say something like, I compel you to tell the truth. Tell me your involvement in the blood smuggling. Can I Would that say work? Would she just, would the floodgates of information open? Uh, it wouldn't give everything, but you might get a sentence or two out of it before you're like, you're dealing with incredible. The reason yeah. Doris, you would know this, this is not like an, everybody would know this, but you're dealing with incredibly active resistance and you're asking because these are innately questions. Mm -hmm. The only thing she has to do is tell the truth. So she's also got yeah. wiggle room in a way that like asking it like stab that guy. There's not really a lot of mm. wiggle room between what you're yeah. going to do and what's going to happen. But this is using a blunt kind of force object for subtler work. Right. Um, I'm using a hammer, not a, not a scalpel, sir. So it's more a yes or no kind of questions. I see. So such as, are you working with the church? Who are the 11 people? Do you want to destroy the Camarilla? That, that kind of thing. Have Easily been, answerable questions. Have they been creating more kindred? These are good questions, but I want you, Officer Barbara to use your best judgment and not uh, kill her or break her brain. You understand? Oh, I have no intention of killing her, sir. And or break her brain. I don't think I've broken any brains, at least through this method. I seem to recall you had a man in a box for an extended period of time. Well, yes, but that wasn't... Well, that, that was a different type of breaking, sir. Right. There are many ways to break a brain. We're not looking to do that get that extreme right now. We just need some information from her to take with us as we investigate the church. Good, good. I'm I'm glad you you understand where we're at. It's All not her is, screaming day, it's mine. What 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 is <laughs> Oh my god. What does that mean? Who says that? <laughs> what, uh, Miller Clark, is there a screaming day in New Haven? News to me. I just <laughs> ignore it and move on. All right. Barbara, <laughs> ask your questions. Don't kill her. Don't break her brain. That's it. Uh, understood, sir. 
Oh, Jesus God Christ. damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, then I'm going to all of this, and I still have to attempt to compel her, so. Great. She is looking at the floor yeah. and refusing to make eye contact with you. What a baby. <laughs> um, are we going to have to clockwork orange her or something? <sighs> um, then I think she's going to kind of reach out and put a finger under her chin and try to lift her chin up. One perfectly manu- I know I look like a child, but you're acting like one. I'm sorry I won't participate in my own mind assault. Oh. No comment. Um, then she's going to do this to her eyes <laughs> and, and kind of just try to <laughs> open her eyes for her. <laughs> <laughs> this is embarrassing for all of us. Can you roll me a dexterity and athletics? <laughs> Yeah. I am so personally uncomfortable yep. with this, but like Evangeline is also very frustrated, so Oh, that's <sighs> zero successes. Yeah, oh. you actually can't force her eyes open. All right, <laughs> fine. Yeah, yeah Doris, Doris, over there. Doris the inevitable result we all knew was coming. Fine. <laughs> Getting behind her and grabbing her whole face and like opening her eyes. So yeah, you succeed. You don't have to roll after all for this <laughs> all right then i'm gonna try to compel her great god <laughs> this is all so uh, wrong <laughs> greetings children of the night it is i count vlad von lestat drinker of blood keeper of the chronicle and all around the spooky dude I used to host the blood and syrup, but now I spend all of my time in the Dum Dums and Dragons Patreon. Yes, for just the cost of one dollar, one ah ah ah. You can join the Patreon, get into the Discord, and talk to other fans about everything that's happening in your favorite shows. Alternatively, at higher levels, you can get ad-free feeds. You can add names and locations to the shows, or at the $25 level, you can even create your own NPC of darkness, or light, or whatever various lighting solution you want. You create your character, and they appear in one of our shows, causing all forms of shenanigans, and your name ends up in the credits. It's a pretty sweet deal. In any case, join our Patreon of Darkness at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. Ah, ah, ah. Spooky. Two successes. Great. You can feel her trying to build a wall between you and her thoughts, but she does not succeed. You have succeeded in your, cool. your first round compel. Um, Val, you can feel her jolt as the magic takes hold. Yeah, won't hold her like that the whole time, just when we need to. Um, Miss Rosemary, tell me the truth. Are you using this blood smuggling ring to try to take down the Camarilla? No. Um, okay. Then, I'll give you two questions per success if they're okay. yes, no. If they're more complicated, it'll get trickier. Cool. Um... You get three this time because she shit the bed completely in terms of her resistance. 
Um, are you trying to create... Are you creating more kindred? No! Are you working with... What is it? The Night Church? Yeah. That's yeah, that's what it's yeah. called. Yeah. Uh, are you working with the Night Church in this blood smuggling ring? Mm, uh, kind of. Uh, Those are your three questions before yeah. your your tenuous link slips on her mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Got it. Um, she goes back to fully resisting you, Val. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we want more, Doris. Are you able well, to get back in there? Uh, I can try. All right. Holding this lady's face again, we'll put her, like a whole arm God. around the front of her chest, and then and, like so she's not moving around either. Barbara, we want more information on her, on how the church is involved. Um, okay. Great. I'll try to compel her again. Uh, one, two. Oh, no. <laughs> I rolled two ones. Um, and two successes. Uh -oh. So that's zero successes. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, you feel her just through a combination of rage and willpower, just throw up a, a mind wall between you and her. And for the first time, you are rebuffed. Mm -hmm. uh, your magic cannot get through, and you actually see a number of blood vessels burst in her left eye. Oh. Gross, gross, gross. Um, okay. Um, Stop being gross, Rosemary. God. <laughs> God. Stop being such a weird, gross person. Gross. Ew. Um... Do people know what they've told me once they get out from under my influence? Yes, they know they were compelled. Oh, okay. Like, they know they were compelled, but, like, they remember mm -hmm. everything? Yeah, they remember it. Okay. Uh, if you get to compel at, like, a really high level, which Val... Doris, you would theoretically be aware of this because you've dealt with high-level blood magic, and Val, you've experienced it. Mm -hmm. uh, it is fucked up in that high-level compel can actually make the person who was compelled think they did it of their own volition, and they mm -hmm. explain why they did it. Mm -hmm. You're not at that level of mastery yet. I would like to get there. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, right. Well, Miss Rosemary, I think you'll... I think you'll see that all of your limbs are intact and your mind is intact. Thank you for your cooperation. No comment. Of course. That's all. All right. All right, let this lady go then. <laughs> yeah. Not as much as we would have lacked, but that that's a start. We'll find let's, the contacts in the church, I'm sure. We found everything else. Right. Let's talk to uh, William Walker real quick, see if he, you know, through his myriad visits uh, at the office, spotted the van, maybe recognized the driver, anything like that that might help us out. And uh, yeah, I, I I think we don't even need to go to like switch them in and out of interrogation. I think we're good to just question him in his cell about that. He's yeah. been pretty cooperative. He, yeah, yeah, he's he's not resisting in the way that you leave like a shaking Rosemary Bellevue, uh, yeah, handcuffed to a table. Uh, and, and you go. She would have been a cool lady to know, you know, like at another time. Well, we're trying to get to know her. <laughs> she's just being a jerk uh, so you go into uh, the interrogation cells and you find William just like 
leaning against the bars, trying to look like <laughs> smoldering, but he just looks vaguely homeless. Uh, it's like <laughs> vaguely homeless. Hey, fellow vampires, is it time to turn me into one Stop of you? Stop it, William. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what? What's going on? <laughs> okay, okay uh, not not her. One of you other ones can turn me. Oh, shit. One of his teeth Sorry. falls out, and then he has to put it back in. <laughs> He's just standing there very nervous oh, now. I'm going to cry. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. Oh, shit, Claire. That's <laughs> my unintended payback for Sam Buttwise. <laughs> so William is now panicked and looking at all of you two steps back from the bars. <clears throat> Mr. Walker, uh, the investigation is uh, progressing. And... Uh, we just wonder if we could ask you a few more questions about what your sessions at B Positive Therapy have been like. If you had any observations uh, in your time visiting her, uh, uh, did you happen to notice a uh, a panel, a white panel van uh, for the uh, Nat Church ever parked out there or anything like that? No, I wasn't paying attention to stuff that like cars or whatever. Why are you guys so mad? I thought I had immunity. You're, uh, 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 you're doing fine. Don't worry about it now. Um, any, uh, any people that you saw there, uh, even if you didn't know their names, anyone that you recognize that you saw there multiple times, kind of at the same time that you were or anything like that? Well, there were usually a couple of people in the waiting room to, to be there before and have appointments after and stuff. And do you, Who do you, was do in you the know waiting any room? of them? I, I don't, I don't know. There's people, uh, vampires. Uh. You didn't know any of them personally, then? Is that is that no, right? No, I don't get out much. Uh. Right. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I'll look to the group and say, uh, I mean, I, I'm fairly satisfied with that. It, it doesn't surprise me that he wouldn't know much. Bit of a shot in the dark. Uh, uh, do people who frequent the night church, who work at the night church, are, is there any kind of uniform that they wear? Uh, Sister Kurt tends to wear kind of like jeans, black shirt, white collar, uh, but it's not an official uniform. It's just a general kind of pastoral-ish look. Mm, okay. Did you ever see somebody from the night church there, Mr. Walker? No, I don't go to church because I'm a vampire. Crosses make me get spooked. You ever see uh, someone in a blue boiler suit, cat, anything like that? Uh, I don't think so. Now think hard there for a minute. Take 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 a minute, Mister Walker. Yes, let me use my vampire powers. And he sits down and thinks for a minute. He's like, I don't know. One of the other people might have been kind of blue collary. Could you could you describe them at all? Height, uh, approximately, anything like that. Their build, anything. Anything helps. Helps us kindred. Uh. Uh. They were short and had blue hair swept to the side. Blue and, hair. And, uh. What? 
Blue hair. I'm, I'm confirming what you say. That yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Blue hair swept to the side. All right. That's very good. That's very unique. That's very helpful. Uh, Evangeline, can you roll me? Evangeline and Everett, can you roll me a wits and awareness? Yep. Ooh, one success. <sighs> one success. Also, fuck me. You want to mail me those dice, Laura? <laughs> <laughs> um, you both can't remember if that matches the person who wasn't Steven. You both remember yeah. Steven specifically from mm-hmm. the front, but you hadn't really tracked the other person's appearance, so you're not sure if this would match or not. Steven was kindred or not? There was one that was clearly kindred and one that was clearly mortal. I yeah. think from what I remember having said, Steven was kindred. Okay. 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 So a, a mortal, but... Again, we don't know if that's the person or not. Just the other person. And that was at first glance could have been a blush of life kindred. That's also a question. It's very true. Okay, cool. All right. Um, Thank you, Mr. Walker. That's uh, that's all the questions I have for you at this time. Uh, My officers here may have some additional questions for you, but I think we're just about finished up here. Okay, can I go now? If you've caught Rosemary, I don't know why I'm here. Well, once uh, we've completed the investigation uh, in its fullness, we'll uh, we'll be releasing uh, witnesses and cooperators and things like that and, and making arrests as needed and, I don't know, following the letter of the Camarilla law as well, if that is what it comes to. But I have immunity from that, right? Well, we'll see what the investigation yields. So far, you're in a very, very strong position, Mr. Walker. You've been very cooperative. Okay. Not at first, but you've come around, and I appreciate that. Uh, You know, I'm a big believer in uh, redemption, I guess. (laughs) Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, You have a good night now. I'll I'll try, but for me, like you, it's the morning. Walker. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Put in his place. He sits down and shuts up. (laughs) I think we found the one thing that makes Doris angry. Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. Mel Mel was useless the whole time because she was being extremely awkward. Like because Will is there, (laughs) so she's like side eyeing her son and being like, "I don't know if I should talk." She she looks so awkward. In the last fifteen seconds, I realized, oh yeah, her son is in here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And as you all turn to exit, Will just like gives you a wave and like a finger gesture to stay for a second, Val. Yeah. Okay. I'll be like, (laughs) you see anything? So here's the deal. Doris is full of shit. She says she can see the future, but her fucking magic isn't real. It's all dog shit. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) That takes a second. Um. You mean like the card reading shit? Yeah, you know how she did one for me and she told me I'd find true love if I put a fucking feather under my pillow and then I ended up getting blood bonded to some fucking psycho? Yeah, I fucking remember it. Yeah, her stuff's full of shit. I thought I could trust her because she's one of your your like cop friends. But it turns out, I think her magic's all a fucking scam. Oh, you remember back when we saw her room at the hotel? Yeah. Fucking crystal ball. Fucking. I don't think she's right in the head. So. <laughs> then 
why did you let me or fucking read me cards and think I could see the future if you knew she was full of shit? I didn't think you'd think it was real. Vampires <laughs> are real? How am I supposed to know what you people can and cannot do? I thought you'd have known that by now being around me long enough. Doris has some powers, but that's not fucking real. Okay, well, you should, like, she's supposed to be a police officer. People can trust her or whatever. She shouldn't lie to fucking kids and shit. She's like 400 fucking years old. She, She's doing the best she can, I guess. I don't fucking know. Then she fucking mind controlled me to make me go to sleep, and it was weird because I woke up like six seconds later. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm sorry she did that to you. Okay, anything else? So what's going to change? Because you told me an apology without action is just bullshit. Oh, did I tell you that? <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. I fucking listen to you sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, well, I'll talk to her. What else do you want me to fucking do? I don't know. Maybe turn me into a vampire tomorrow so we can cut three months off this fucking cage. <sighs> Look, I don't want it any more than you do, but... Just like Doris mind controlling you, I don't want to make a decision when you're not in your right mind. Whatever. Okay? Whatever. I'll I'll bring you food later. And she leaves. Cool. And then just leave me with this fucking guy. And he just points at William Walker, who's over the side being like, we can both be vampires together. No, <laughs> oh, fucking sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you realize not only have you captured William Walker, you've sentenced Will to dealing with William Walker for at least 48 hours straight. <laughs> can, I, can I put William Walker in a closet somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take William Walker out of his cell <laughs> and Ooh, put him in Barty's office. You're going to turn me into, wait, wait, what are we doing here? Wait, what the fuck's he doing in here? This guy's an idiot. Yeah, you're fucking babysitting now, okay? Here, don't let him leave. Talk to him or something. What? I yeah. gotta do work. You people basically do nothing. You go out, you say you found a mystery, and then I have to help the day crew clean it up. Yeah, Barty. We come back and say, we found a mystery? That's how we, <laughs> that's how we summarize our nights to this guy? <laughs> I'm going to point out, you don't summarize shit to him. You just it's leave true. orders. Yeah, it's true. I just really like the idea of like, found a mystery. Here you go, Bart. Well, tell it's him to mysterious. file some fucking paperwork or something. And then they'll right. leave. I'm giving him to Troy. I'm not dealing with this shit. Troy! Yeah, what can I do for you? All right, you're going to have to look after this guy. I'm a vampire. Oh, my God, I can't look after a vampire. Uh, he's not really a vampire. He's just a fucking idiot. Uh, and they just off having their own scene. So you this guy Bell is going to break out of custody purely by being annoying. Yeah. yeah. Belle will just peek her head back in the jail and say, you're welcome, and then fuck off. <laughs> All right, you're all fucking off. Uh, what's your plan? Go to church. Time to go to church. Yeah, go to church. All righty, are we doing? Del, you say it. <laughs> <laughs> we go snurch, yeah. snail church. Yeah. All right. So, is this going to be one vehicle? Is it two vehicles? 
what's are, are we I'm trying to figure out what the new standard operating procedure is and then I can start making assumptions again. The I, two vehicles feels good. I think yeah. two because we may need to bring people back. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't want to pile sense. up into one car. That's true. So we have our traditional moment of we're going to have Evangeline and Everett in one car and Doris riding in Val's trunk. Val will force Doris to go in the passenger seat. Uh oh. <laughs> and and seatbelt her in. What? 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 <laughs> what? Why is this happening? You, Val, you know, you know, Val. Why? Deep breaths, Doris. <laughs> it's got to talk to you really quick and then peels out. <laughs> oh my God. There's a radio up front. Just <laughs> heads up. <laughs> you just hear. There's help, a strange. Help. help. <laughs> Help. <laughs> uh, Doris won't touch the radio. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> She's just yelling it at the radio. Doris is, is that... writing the word help and then yeah. feeding it into her weird belt pager to yeah. try to get it sent to the rest of you. Only pages don't go in. They just come out. So it doesn't work. She doesn't if, really understand it. If Val ever opens the channel to talk, then you just hear help, yeah, help, help, help while she's talking. And then she cuts the channel again yeah. and it stops. It's just being whispered. So Doris yeah. is panically watching for the pyramid as you were driving, Val. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is happening in this car? Oh, Doris, did you mind control my son? And why, if so? <laughs> yes. Second question. Why? He was um, engaging in acts of sub- insubordination. The fuck does that mean? He was being very rude to an elder. He was... Yeah, he's upset. He was being fucking rude. Doesn't mean you do that. It doesn't? (laughs) Not in this case. Oh, I didn't realize that there were special circumstances. My apologies. I don't fuck with Troy. You don't fuck with my son. You understand? Right, well... Um, hmm, perhaps you tell your son to not call me a fraud just because he didn't like his reading. Doris, I I know some of your kindred powers, but reading cards is not a fucking kindred power. (laughs) But it is me power. Yeah, that's great for you and people who believe that shit, but not for everybody. (laughs) I don't read cards unless they want me to. It's consensual. Yeah. Fine, whatever. Just don't fucking do it again. Or, you know. Feels weird threatening Troy, but I will. I could fucking kill him, so. (laughs) Jesus. She's just gonna look at you. (laughs) Are we straight, Doris? I think there is a massive discrepancy between putting someone to sleep and killing something, Miss Miller. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not saying I'll escalate immediately. I'm just saying I give you a measure of respect and I expect to have it returned. Fine. Fine. I shall exercise mental restraint around people who call me a fraud. If those people are your son, 
That's it. Thank you, Doris. That's all I wanted to talk about. May I go back in the trunk now? <laughs> yep. Val pull over and put her back in the trunk. <laughs> Evangeline and Everett, you are driving behind Val and Doris, having seen Val carry Doris into the front and strap her in. I'd be very interested to know what you are saying while following the vehicle. Is this a, uh, is this a screaming day thing? <laughs> is this, what? I mean, look what at her. Is, She's, what is screaming day? I don't know. She said it was her day to scream, and here she is flipping out as Val puts her into the front seat of her car. I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on. I, I, is there something going on between those two? Not that I'm aware of. All right. I guess we'll just... Oh, I, I can't have these kinds of things get in the way of the investigation. If if it's fine, then it's fine. We all need to focus on the church tonight. Uh, and now, why are they pulling over? <laughs> well, eventually, we we'll pull to... the call over and car behind, like, behind them. Like, I don't know, but we should... Should we yeah, radio get, them? Yeah, get them on the radio. And you just see Val get out and go around to Doris's door and open it up, and then you're through on the radio. <laughs> you just hear her, no more help is needed, and then she just kind of like <laughs> runs to the back and just casually puts herself in the trunk and then closes the lid. Yeah, if she hears the radio come out, it's what? <laughs> hey, everything, everything all right up there? Yep, we'll meet you there. Uh, all right, all right. Meet. We'll meet you there. Go on, Clark. Let's uh, carry on. I guess. All right. And you pull out and around, and Val follows you all the way to the night church, which is at the northeast end of town, uh, near the edges of the Nosferatu quarter. Uh, it's in a residential neighborhood. It's near Costas's shop. It's about a block away from uh, a walk from there in a residential neighborhood. Do you have a game plan for approaching? Uh, I, I mean, I know you don't, but would you radio <laughs> to set one up, or are you just going to pull up out front in the vehicles? Um, I think Ever, we pull you up. were already, I think, on the radio. So yeah, you'd be calling yeah. the shots here. Yeah, yeah. I think I just on the radio, just be like, uh, all right. Once we all get here, let's uh, have a quick little huddle about what we're going to do, and we'll head in together. Again, we don't know the degree of. The church's involvement. I mean, if we spot that van, we're on high alert. We're looking for the driver. We're looking for the occupants. We're looking to impound that van, in all honesty. All honesty. Uh, but uh, if the place seems cool and all right, we'll, we'll approach it that way. Again, no need to scare folk or anything like that or let the situation get out of control. All right? Understood. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if you can. Dora says to the trunk. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You heard it, so you yeah. can respond. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Val, you'll have to let yep. him know Dora's heard it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry you guys had to put up. Dora's and I confirm. <laughs> All right, now. <laughs> I just want to restate that uh, Officer Clark is kind of taking the lead on this one. She's established a rapport with some of these folks at the church. We're going to be following her lead as as needed. All right. 
Indeed. <sighs> yep, uh, Dora's copies. I just, I don't want people to get away like last time. So if we can cover the whole area, or if you need me to watch out for runners. There's a, there's, it's, it's a church, you know, it's sizable. There's only four of us, only so much we can do. Let's mm. get there, scope the place out, and then we'll see what we can do about that. But I'm with you on that. I'm, you know, Cut. I don't want people getting through the cracks on this. We can leave a Percy outside to kind of you know, do laps around the church. If anything yeah. happens outside, he can alert us. Is that yeah, cool, I know, Percy? I know you got Percy trained pretty good there. He, he can he can do that for us. Yeah, no problem. Bark, bark. All right. I mean, Officer Barbara does magic. You got a you got a real keen dog there. I'm I'm all about it. Let's go. So you arrive at the church uh, and pull up in front of it. What you're seeing is, for you, Evangeline, the same as before. There's nothing off or strange about the scene. It is a small church. It is an older building that has clearly been repurposed. It is what you would think of as the small town church. There is a a wide set of stairs leading up to it. It is a stone structure, which is uh, kind of all the vaunted archways you'd expect. However, a lot of the... uh, Judeo-Christian imagery that you would see has been directly altered or removed. This is clearly a church that has been redesigned and repurposed for all faiths. In the driveway next to it, you do see the van. It is parked right there. Uh, There are floodlights that are aimed up at the church to make it look pretty even though it's nighttime uh, that also end up lighting the yard. It has a large green grass property around it. Uh, There's a shed towards the back that you can see. It backs eventually onto other residential properties, but they're all fenced in. The church has a fence around its its edges. Well, that's convenient. Yeah. All right. We got a few things to investigate here, Officer Clark. Now, do you want to go in with all of us through the front door there, or well, I'd, I'd like to have someone take a look at the shed there, take a look at the the van as well. Sooner keeping we in that, mind the that there are probably at least eleven kindred in that church, some of whom might be new. What do you say, Clark? Yeah, should we? I mean, should we just have a quick look, make sure the van's empty? Shed's empty and all going together. I mean, if we're dealing with a, possibly 11 new kindred, like, I, I don't know if, you know, just two of us can take on 11 frenzying vampires. Mind you, she did say, to retcon that, she did say <laughs> that uh, they weren't creating new kindred. Right. So, but then right. what were the cuffs for? There's a lot of questions. Right. All right, look, why don't the three of y'all head up them front steps and get the conversation started? I'll check the van. I'll check the shed. I'll radio if I need any help. All right. Do you think she was lying on a technicality? Are you creating more kindred? She can't create more kindred. She's mortal. I think we're on the front steps of the church and we got to get in there tonight. Okay. We're going to know more if we take, you know, we take those precious steps up there to that door and start asking questions. There you are got this. always loopholes. Okay. All right. Evangeline. Evangeline takes a deep breath and puts her hand on the door of the church. Not quite that far, but let's get, no. let's get through our steps. Step no. one. Super long arms. You got to give Percy... <laughs> 
the order to go oh. circle around the building because that requires its own role. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Okay. All right. Uh, difficulty two, unless you say otherwise, Ryan. Nope. That's difficulty two. That'll be our standard for these, unless you're doing something real crazy. Two successes. Percy is off just trotting very proudly, doing a little circle <laughs> of the whole building at pace. It's big enough that it will take him like two minutes a loop. But if he hears anything, he'll go real fast. You're confident that he yeah. is he is on it. Uh, the three of you, so that is Val, Evangeline, and Doris. You are approaching the front door, correct? Mm -hmm. So you leave where you are with the vehicles. You're walking your way up to the front door. And when you hit the first step, you see Sister Kurt Hamid step through the front doors of the church in her traditional, you know, jeans, black shirt, white collar. Uh, only she's carrying a shotgun. It's not aimed at you, but it's casually in her hands. And she just says, I understand that you're here to do what you need to do, but I need to tell you that you cannot go inside this building. Sister, Sister Kurt, can you please drop your weapon? Yeah, all people are welcome inside here, but not the police today. Okay, just please drop your weapon and just tell us what's going on. No. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan LaPlante at The Ryan LaPlante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Spot Alan, Flynn 1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG, it's Big Nick. D&D and Things, Norma Byers. Schrodinger's Pepper. Guy Edwards, Flea Unit. Madre de Gatos. Lady Maiden, Melissa Rain. Nithrian, Garbo Ape. Locke, Sam Schaefer, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.